0: This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between. Welcome to Rogues on the Road, where we are travel, food, and always everything in between. I'm Matt Frohman, Rich Marshall. We've got our boy Gypsy in the house. What's going on, boys and um, gals? We're very lucky to have Gypsy's parents. Yeah, we have a very, very special, actually guest, but pair of guests a little bit, if, if, if Stuart chimes in. Linda uh, and Stuart. Yeah. Welcome aboard.
1: Thank you. Good evening.
0: Good evening. Good
2: evening. Good evening. We're glad to be here.
0: Well, we, we're excited that you came in last minute. Uh, Linda and Stuart, Linda uh, operates a, um, oversees a, a very, very special community garden in New Rochelle, New York. We're going to talk about it a little bit when we get into it. Yeah. Um, they both do, do. Yeah, they yeah. both do. You guys are so, both... Yep. Yes. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> both and both. I'll yeah. give you some yeah, credit for this. Two of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, four hands, four hands. Yeah, yeah. That's there right. we go. Um, so, uh, before we start... Start with a
3: normal beverage. Yeah. Okay. So you, I heard about what you got. Good buddies of mine, they, uh, okay. they were raving at the weekend about Sloop Brewery which is in Fiscal, New York. I guess these two guys have been going since uh, 2011. Yep. A couple of buddies. Yep. Um, they had a place up in Aliceville, New York. Never
0: heard of it. Ellenville? I don't think no. it's Ellenville. They were up. It says Aliceville. Yeah, yeah. It's up by Hudson, New York. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Up just south of Albany. Right. On this side of the river. Right. So the east side of the Hudson River. Okay. And uh, apparently they're cracking out some good stuff. You said you
3: heard about them prior to the brewery?
0: Yeah, no. Sloop's, Sloop has been around for obviously since 2011 like you were saying. Yep. Um, they are producing phenomenal beers. Uh, they produce one of my personal favorite which are these these hazy farm style IPAs. I love IPAs. And they've gotten a lot of respect for what they do and what they've done. Yeah. Um, they... A lot of their beers will have four and five ratings on, on Beer Advocate. Right. And they they finally moved to... A public space. A public space. Yeah. They Well, much bigger. This is 25,000 square feet. Right. Uh, it's an old IBM plant up in East Fishkill, New York. They've repurposed part of this property, which is also a toxic waste dump, but we'll talk about
1: that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <by the>
0: way. <laughs> what are you trying to know? Um, so they've repurposed this, and uh, Sloop is in there, Drink More Good, which is a, a really amazing kind of uh, beverage company, we'll put it like that. Right. Um, so it, it's Yeah, uh, they've got nine different beers on tap right now.
3: Um, mainly IPAs, they're doing a chocolate milk stout, which I thought could be mm. interesting. That sounds and cool. also a peach sour. Yeah, so, you
0: like the sour. I love the
4: sours. I'm not I, a fan of the sour. I'm. Uh,
3: they're getting less sour than they were.
4: Are they? They are. They are. They're, they're like, like. What do they
0: use to make it sour? What,
4: what is it? Well, they use uh, la-
0: they they use actually bacteria. They'll hmm. use um typically, like, lactobacillus, okay. um, thing, you know, like, when you make yogurt, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. I thought that's uh, what I had the last time I had the runs. Yeah, you
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the chocolate milk style. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. The
0: The issue with doing sour beers is a brewer gets all excited to do these sour beers, and they'll inoculate them with the, with the bacteria, you know, vinegar kind of, So you get that sour kind of sour patch kid right. kind of taste. What happens is when these beers begin to ferment and have the bacteria fermentation, they tend to infect the other beers. Oh, wow. So you get cross-contamination. So a lot of these brewers are all like, yeah, we're, we're doing sours. They start tasting their other beers, and they're like, wait a second, this is a little sour. Yeah. So you have to be a little careful. Captain Lawrence learned that very quickly, and mm-hmm. they ice, They have an isolated sour room, oh, which wow. is kind of cool. So it would be interesting to see if... If that sounds two, any good. Yeah. Well, I'm we sh- don't have the sour. We don't have the sour. We man. have
3: two IPAs. Okay. We have the IPA Arc, which you probably see there. Um, I like that
4: can, by the way. Pretty
3: cool, isn't it? Yeah. They got a nice can. Bro-funky. Yeah. yeah. And excited. we got the Pixie Dust Knee IPA. Uh, New
0: England IPA. Oh, that would do it. NEPA. Yeah. Uh,
3: NEPA. NEPA. The NEPA agreement. And as you may not know, <laughs> Gypsy's Wait. parents are actually from Holland, so... Uh, <laughs> It, yes. <laughs> it would be rude oh, of not, to bring yeah. on, not to bring on some run? Heineken. Oh. Yes. So, uh, yeah. But I guess we have to start with one of the IPAs.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm right. super excited for, obviously, the new I haven't one. tried them. It's a limited release. Right. So they, it's a very, very small batch, a little bit hard to get. What's uh. it's, it's, an IPA is? An IPA is an India Pale Ale, um, and b- there's a few stories that go around about IPAs, but basically... Uh, they didn't. Ales don't really transport that well, and it originates out of England. And when troops would go abroad, they would want their ale, but it would tend to go sour on the ships. So if you add hops, hop oil, and lots of it, you can actually preserve the beer for for longer hauls. So that's kind of where it came to. But in the UK, Rich, yes, sir. When I was in the UK, you never drink. Even IPAs in, in England don't taste like that. No. Different hops, maybe? I don't know.
4: But is it... And I'm just asking. Is it because, you know, the troops would be in India and it would have to go around the horn of Africa? So it would take so long uh, that it would get even more bitter than, like, let's say they had aged it in in yeah. Britain, Great Britain or something like because that.
0: Because when you're picking hops as, as a as a beer maker, you're mm-hmm. picking hops. You, you want something that is... Uh, is going to be flavorful, and you want something that is going to be a bittering component.
4: I'll I'll be honest. I would not want to try an IPA from the 1700s, though.
0: It's going to be probably slightly flat. Yeah.
4: But I'm just saying, like, Uh, when it was made then, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like if it it traveled that long of a way, it it can't be
0: good. It doesn't seem something that you'd want after a long, hard day of work. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like it would be flat and kind of lacking flavor. But...
4: Thank you, sir. Rich, you're...
0: You're... Cheers. Cheers. So this is Sloop Brewing. Okay. What is it, Rich?
3: Sloop Brewing. It's there.
0: New England. IPA Arc. Okay. Oh, this is IPA Arc. Here's the okay. roads on the road. Thanks cheers. very much. Right. Cheers. thanks. Here's the next, for Here's to community gardening. Yeah. There you go. It's going to be even better after this. Oh, I love this. That's a s- Ooh, that's good. That's different, isn't it? Yeah. That's a sweet IPA. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's...
2: As a bitter. Yeah, which is hop,
0: So yeah, that's and bold. not too hoppy. No. It's kind of licorice. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's lighter. It's got a slight hint of grapefruit, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's really flavored well. I'd love to know the hops on it. Um, I'm sure, we can look them at. Yeah, yeah. Well, that what you were saying. Uh, hops have actually hybridized over I would you know in the last two centuries, three mm-hmm. three centuries plus. So. You, you hybridize them to, for different flavoring components. So hops now definitely did not taste...
2: Translation. Yeah. Hybridizing.
0: Hybridizing. Is it hy- hybrid? Okay. Hybridizing. Okay. Is that right?
2: Is that like cross?
0: Right. Contamination. Yeah, yeah. Select, Contamination. Selective selective breeding. breeding. Right. Right. So I, Intentional or unintentional? Intentional. Okay. And sometimes <laughs> unintentional. Well, you did two hops together and they hybridized. I accidentally hybridized two, two hops and they... Created your own. Create, yeah. So it's easy to do. I know there's people that actually go out into the woods of Maine and they look for old hop plants that were planted, you know, years and years and years ago and they try and, try and bring them, they try and bring them out and hybridize them as well because so they're... the hops grow wild? There are wild hops in, in New England, absolutely. And, and there's still a bunch find, of
3: hop farms around there.
0: There are. In the last five, six years? There are. And it's tough. It's... Uh, dollar for dollar, it's one of the most expensive crops you can grow. Hmm. Due to climate, uh, due to uh, water demands on the actual plant. Oh, they're like almonds. Are they like oh, oh. Well, almonds? Well,
4: almonds—they take a crab ton of, of water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make yeah. It, to make
0: it. It's uh, an enormous amount of water. Uh, care, getting them started, and a uh, lot of fertilizer. They love organic fertilizer and um one of the most expensive uh harvesting machines hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to unless you want to sit down and pick them yourself
4: well, Nope. A, like, right we're good,
0: good. <laughs> right 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 if you want to make money at a farm and you're yeah, trying to th- yeah, like yeah. hey i need a tax write-off I'm gonna grow hops uh m- maybe uh maybe uh, grow hay
3: <laughs> or zucchini.
0: Or, or host a community garden. There you go. There you go. Have other people do it. There you go. This is really good, man. Not
3: bad. And we'll move on to the other as we as wow. we move on.
0: We got a lot. There all goes. right. Uh, thank you, Sloop Ruin. Cool. Yep. Sloop Ruin. So, what do we got? We do a little segment called New and Goods. It's all the crazy stuff that's happened to us and travel, food, and everything else in the last two weeks. Two weeks. Actually, I think or it's been so. three two weeks now. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. I think it's three weeks.
4: It's a famous line from. Uh, uh, total Recall
0: Two weeks Two weeks Yeah Two weeks Yeah, the, yeah, the lady Yeah, with the head yeah, with the yeah. head Yeah. Well, we called? can always count on each, on each other for movies Yeah,
3: <laughs> don't count me in <laughs> Yeah, gone Yeah,
0: there you go Arnold <laughs> 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 yeah. So what have you been doing? Uh, oh, wow What have I been doing? Um, well, uh, let me show you this I created my first bottled cocktail Uh-oh Well, I didn't create it I did It's my recipe which and, is very exciting. And wasn't Gypsy
3: but, one of the first to um, try this for his it. birthday? Quite
0: good. Yes. <laughs> have for convince. his 30th birthday? Uh, uh, that's right. I got you. I'm super excited about it. I'm not a mixologist, but um, Taconic Distillery uh, allowed me to do this along with Rochambeau. And um, I took a four-year-old bourbon, uh, maple bourbon, added some magic to it, and created a blood orange maple old-fashioned. And... Boy, is it good! Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm super excited about that. I feel, I feel accomplished now. I felt lost in my life is until that this a, moment. Is, <laughs> it, is this
4: a bucket list item right here?
0: Is This a bucket list. Like, create your own bottled cocktail. That's all check. right. Check, check, check. Uh, we managed to He's polish. Deep. What? Big batch. We did a test batch, okay. and you can buy this at Roshambo Wines in Dobbs Ferry only. Nice. Hmm.
4: Not at the Di- Chicos yet.
0: Not at the Chicos. Okay it's a spirit so i don't you'll never find it there Damn it. maybe it'll be maybe it'll be behind the bar with vinny what was that it's an exclusive it's an ex- it's a test thing it's an exclusive thing but it's selling well and um, mm-hmm. it is I, I we polished off that bottle rather quickly
4: there's still a corner at the house that i'm kind of savoring for the right moment table. Yeah, exactly. just savoring it, it's like one shot one yeah. healthy shot i yeah. yeah. haven't figured out the moment the yet. moment yeah but it will be a moment
0: I, I know people. I might be able to get some. some really? Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah I barely. like your people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That real. Yeah, so I, I'm. Until I, the next I, morning.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? If you're drinking taconic bourbon. Yeah, drinking too much of it. Uh, yeah, I, you know. I felt all right the next day.
4: Y- yeah. Rarely yeah. will
0: it. you have a hangover from taconic. Um, and if you do, you probably didn't drink enough water. That's right. There you go. Hydration. Um, I'm also excited because we are cooking again, you and I. We are doing a Oktoberfest, yeah. which is
3: a charity event for your Lake community. Yeah, and we are doing the
0: sausage, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> there you go. That's a quote from a movie, daddy. Sausage, yes. daddy. Yes. Yeah. So we are we are German. We are the German grill cooking duo. Um, at an Oktoberfest. At an Oktoberfest. harvest festival. Are, are you guys gonna wear the I don't even Lederhosen? Yes. Rude not to. Rude. I think it would be. Yeah. Be rude not to. Sorry. I had to wear later hose in every Sunday to my grandparents' house. What? Why? How old were you? That sounds like a pink nightmare. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, wow. That was ten years ago. Still up. <laughs> last year. <right? laughs> <coughs> yeah, that no, was last week. I loved it. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just know, dusted off. Uh, yeah, I'm German. I'm not Austrian, <laughs> but uh, but we we had a uh, we we got to wear later hose into our grandparents' house. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was every Sunday for a few years until it got awkward and tight. <laughs> Start, started to chafe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 Chafed yeah. a little bit, yeah. yeah. Best of the well, I, yeah, You never know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have them? Uh, no, no? I, I do not. That's and th- they might be a little tight at that point. That's right. Um, so yeah, so I got that. Uh, I had a near-death experience, which wasn't a near-death experience. Wait, what? What happened? It did. And this is actually a learning kind of thing. So I was out at one of... One of our favorite don't rest- feed the sharks. Yeah, don't feed the sharks. don't feed the sharks. Yeah, though that's why you carry a a trauma kit. But that's the other story. The shark bite. Um, I was out at a restaurant and super excited. This the the chef brought over um, one of my most favorite things in the world, and it's black trumpet mushrooms. Uh, and they are out now. And you, ca- you can't. You can't misidentify them. There's nothing else that looks like them. They're like morel mushrooms. And... They're, until... <laughs> right, until... Where is this going? So he brings out this, this plate, and, and black trumpet mushrooms are like... They're like truffles. A little bit goes a really long way. They're deep, they're rich, they're nutty, they're just everything in, in like, a, like a, a mushroom should have. Yeah. And you don't need that much. So he comes out with this big plate, and they were roasted... With a little bit of Spanish sherry, and it was—I um, I mean, I just took a spoon, went in, and I dove in hard, and I could only have a few bites of it because it is so rich. Right, right. And I'm like, "This is great!" You know, where where'd you get them? And they're like, "Oh, you know the, the backyard. Cu- a couple couple guys came in and they they bartered, <laughs> they bartered. They bartered. They dropped off a cup. You know, dropped this off. And I'm like, "Did you know know them? No, not really. You know. Oh God." So my concern, one Ma- of the biggest... mushrooms. Yeah, well, well, one of the scary things in, in mushroom foraging is... You've got to know your thing. What, you remember what Marty said? Watch out for LBMs. Do you remember that? Little brown mushrooms. Little brown mushrooms. Ooh, Those are the deadly ones. Okay. And so when you have two pounds of black trumpet mushrooms, which is a lot, sometimes... You gotta have one sneak in there. You might then. have one sneak in there. So, you know, it's when you forage or you barter... Always know what you're getting. Yeah, I, I, I. Did you sleep well that night? I did. Good. I had a moment of panic, and then, uh, you, what? What are you going to do at that point? See, see, right. Run, run to the toilet. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the issue with mushrooms is like, you you can get sick like you know an hour later, and it's awful, and you throw up, and it sweats and all that, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm fine, I'm over it, and you're good, and then three late three days later. You go into total organ failure. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, you know, and it, it's so you got that going. It's funny, it's, so we got that going, which is nice. Which <laughs> is nice. So some states have have laws where you can't you can't give foraged produce, foraged products. You definitely can't do foraged meats, right. foraged seafoods. You just have to be careful, so you know. I always try and have a good relationship if, if I'm having a chef serve me something that's been foraged. I want receipts, damn it, receipts. <laughs> that's right. But it was. I want a
4: waiver with it. That's was,
0: right. That's right. It was
4: heaven. Yeah. It was like up until.
0: No, even <laughs> until yeah. the doubt. Yeah, yeah like taking that thing? spoon in and tasting all of that black trumpet mushroom was like, who's the R&B artist? Oh. Uh, I, 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 um, Barry White. It was like a, it was like berry White slowed down, like right, everything. Right. It was like Ooh, ow, ow, oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it boom, was great. Boom. So yeah, so those are my new and goods. What about you, Rich? What about uh, me, Rich? You just hopped out of surgery. I hopped out of surgery
3: yesterday. They removed a few pins from the top of my leg to try and encourage the bottom of my leg to head south uh, or head north and meet up with the top part of my tibia, which is not. Happened yet? Okay. So that's fairly interesting.
0: And you came out of surgery yesterday afternoon, and you're in here now with just a little ace bandage around.
3: Yeah, a few stitches and a painful ankle, but okay. we'll get there. Okay. And um, actually, interesting story. I I have to do a bone stimulator, which okay. requires lubrication. So <laughs> what? A, uh, <laughs> What does that mean? That means the point that... Attaches Drop to your trousers. It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're leading up to that. So uh, I have to put lubrication for the electrodes to pass through to go through to, my, go through to my bone. So when I found out that Gypsy's parents were coming on the show tonight, I'm like, I have to get Heineken. So I, I go off to the store. I've got in my basket, I've got a pack of Heineken, okay. my, my KY jelly. <laughs> And a pack of cigarettes.
4: <laughs> sounds like a great time. It sounds like
3: you've got your, your <laughs> night complete. Great then Friday night. Then I'm looking for the checkout person who's gonna be at least 60, 70 years oh, old. Oh, <laughs> Isn't gonna judge me. Oh, you bought all of this in oh. one thing? Oh, yeah. It was a one... Maybe shot. split it up. Maybe get Why? the beer and the... No. And I didn't think about it. Get the KY
4: from another store. Yeah, yeah I, maybe go into a pharmacy. I didn't think
3: about it until I was checking out, and then I'm like looking for the old checkout people that aren't going to judge me. It's three hot gals. <laughs>
1: oh, and, yeah.
3: And a big dude with green hair. Yeah. You, so I'm like, do the big dude with green hair. I'm checking out, and then he asked me for my phone number. No. So I looked at him twice. He says, you have a, a rewards account, right? I need your phone number. I'm like, thank God. So uh, <laughs> I... it was something else. I did. I thought it was my luck. I'm like, wow, hey. Yeah, so, all right, so I got so, that going. So I'm just waiting for a call. <laughs> I'm guy.
0: just waiting for a call. A So that was my n- new and maybe good. There's no buying... There's no good in buying KY. Like you're I, not I,
4: I love how there's like a three-day delay for, for the result of both of your stories. Because three days from now, Rich may get a call. I yeah, might. Uh, Three I days from true. now you may have organ failure. You may.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't call me, I'm busy. Days. <laughs>
1: Both of you. Yeah, Two
3: yeah, days. Yeah.
0: Listen, I'm that uh I'm that guy you met in the uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: and I needed nippy Pen. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: great. That's so uh great. so that was fun.
3: Uh back to school and um everyone knows I love my job, so good to be back. And that's uh that's going well, smooth. Smooth it's never smooth, I love yeah. it. You love the chaos. The chaos is what yeah. a bit. Yeah. So uh it's all good. And good students. Awesome students. That's great. We've got a bunch of new ones this year. That's little great. guys. Oh well, so, little guys. That's fun. That's good. Yeah. Wow, cool. So uh, yeah, it's all good there, mate. Okay. And uh nothing else going good. on. All right. Gypsy? Gypsy, what you got going on? You had your your birthday?
4: I had that, but that was a while ago. We've done a few things since then. Uh, Matt and I linked up and went over to Yankee Stadium. Oh, my gosh. That's right. To the uh, Ace Indico food tasting event, which was awesome. Uh, We got to try a lot of, we got to kind of go undercover. I went undercover as a cannabis chef.
0: Yeah, that was a lot
4: of fun. Um, and, uh, because it's nothing but vendors there, you know, trying to sell wholesale to restaurants and people alike, and, and, uh, it was just, like, a lot of fun, especially seeing the reactions of people, because you could tell a lot of these people were not cannabis friendly. They were just, oh, oh. yeah, okay, well, well here's, here's my card, if you ever yeah. think you may need our services, but anyway, it was a lot of great food, a lot of meat, cheese, desserts, um... Uh, Mariano uh, Rivera was there walking around uh, taking pictures signing autographs um, Yankees, Yankees Ar- Ar- thank you. Um, Johnny Damon was Johnny, there da- Johnny
0: Damon was very cool he was very
4: cool and Nick Swisher Nick Swisher who was signing the baseballs for the yes. kids and that was, that was really cool yeah. before his mask fell. yeah
0: yeah yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then right after that, I met up with our boy Tracy Allen. We went down to... I actually went over to the office over at Five Tier, which is a really cool office. By very very sure. cool. Very cool office. Very
0: the open office plan. Yes, yeah.
4: with the windows and yep. the different color rooms yep. and the kitchen. And then we went over to the uh, One World Bar, across course, from the U.N., and went to a nice little cocktail mixer networking event, and we kind of worked the room. It was, it was, it was fun working with, with the Allen, with, That's with, cool. uh, with Tracy. So That's that, was, cool. that was fun.
0: Tracy knows how to work a crowd. That
4: he does. That yeah. he does. And then I went to the Gary Clark Jr. show. Next door, to the Capitol Theater. Not once, but twice, because um, a buddy of mine, a buddy, a mutual friend of ours, had an extra ticket and couldn't go, so I went on the second day. Wow, and it was great. Great. That's time. Great. great. time. So I'm done.
0: Cool. Good couple weeks. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good. Yep, that's great. Yeah. All right. Still caddying?
4: Yes, but hopefully it's winding down soon.
0: Yeah. So, some. Uh, uh,
3: European...
0: And that's a that's a general statement. That's not just a. Weather statement. That's just a my body is tired yeah. statement. Yeah. I would like that. That was that long
4: season statement. It's always a long season. St- it's yeah. always a long season.
0: I, w- I was out at uh, a golf event yesterday for the Rye Police Department. And oh, how was that? That I w- I was great. It was a great, great outing. Um, these caddies were aged. Yeah, we got a couple of those. Um, yeah. To the point where if I was playing around a golf, I'd be yeah. like, no, no, I got. Let yeah, me right. Let me I, drive I, you I got it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let me show you what sure me to like, carry that back. I mean, we're talking yeah. decrepit. Like, yeah. Like bent over and aged. And, I, I, and you know they're like throwing clubs and. But they were working it. They're working.
4: Uh-huh. it Yeah. You know it, it's it's uh, as Rodney Dangerfield. It's skilled labor. <laughs> <laughs> it's skilled labor. Skilled labor. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean you get in the routine. You know what you got to do, and you know fortunately especially when you're at that age if you're unfortunately you ha- you're in a position where you have to do it you kind of just put the cheese in front of your face and you just kind of go after it right you know so you just do what you got to do but yeah we have a few guys like that and um you know you just it's it's a nice little reminder of you know you should be doing something else <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> time to move on yeah time, and
0: yes yeah. you've Sad been there a while right?
4: been there on and off for a long time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but i like to still consider myself young ish yeah so
0: yeah, and sadly it was time to move on right. Right. <laughs> it sounds like a book yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Wow, very cool. All right all right everyone's been busy. So core topic tonight let's do it. Are we ready? I'm ready Lincoln
3: ready? Park Community Gardens Woo-hoo!
0: that's that was a experience that uh, all of us went to not yeah realizing what it was gonna become. So Linda. Uh, and Stuart, obviously, you guys manage, run, do did all you, sorts. Did of things. you start it up?
2: Yes, actually, we started it up. It's Grow Lincoln Park Community Garden, okay, and it's located in one of the largest parks in New Rochelle, oh, wow. Lincoln Park. Yep, which was the former site of Lincoln Elementary School. Okay, which was involved in a desegregation case in 1961 the parents of Lincoln school took the city school district to court because Lincoln school was 99.9% African-American and that was illegal in 1961 because of the Brown for 14th amendment right well I'm Brown versus the Board of Education 1954 which was one and which abolished or, you know, said that there could not be segregated public schools in the United States.
3: And wasn't it the first court um, offered closing in the north?
2: Well, it was the first desegregation case well, in yeah. the north, in a northern that, city. That's huge. It was huge. Yeah. And there was a lot of publicity. Yeah. And Nurischel really had a black eye, and that's, that's not a pun.
0: Right. And can I read, can I just read these quick facts about yes, Lincoln Park? This, these are facts about Lincoln Park Elementary School in New Rochelle, which is no well, longer there. Well, actually,
2: Lincoln Elementary
0: School. Lincoln Elementary School. It was segregated in 1961. It was still segregated, right? Correct. A right. uh, small group of families and a lawyer got together and they brought the case to the court um, in a... Court case Taylor versus Board of Education, right. uh, and the school, subsequently was torn down in 1964. Right. So those are the facts. Yes, and w-
1: after the case was won, by the way, the case was won by the parents.
0: The case was won the by, case by the parents. Was won by the parents. Oh, well.
1: You would think there would have been a better outcome for the parents and the community, but uh, the city decided rather no, board of education. the board of education. I'm sorry, rather than integrate the school which would have been required which by, by the court order, they demolished the school. They demolished the school. Yeah.
2: And see, basically, the New Rochelle, uh, school districts for elementary school were neighborhood schools. So uh, when we were growing up, you went to the school that was closest to your house. Right. And they didn't have cafeterias in those days, so you would come home for lunch. So you would walk to school in the morning and then walk back at lunchtime to your house and then come back to school for the rest of the day. So what had happened to the Lincoln Corridor, it had traditionally been an integrated, diverse community of Italian people, Irish people, black people, and it was lower middle class, working class people. And then they built projects which were for returning veterans, and the point of you know, public housing. right? Public housing is to give families a leg up, so right. that they could, you know, get employment, work, save their money, and buy homes. Well, that happened very nicely for the white residents, but the black residents were left behind, right? Because they couldn't get good jobs, and even if they got jobs, they couldn't get mortgages. So that's, you know, that in effect created an all-black neighborhood, which also you know, some people think it's a positive effect because you had a lot of black businesses. My dad's store was there. He had what would be called a bodega today. Oh The name of the store was Mark's Community Store.
0: Did we pass it on the way to the garden?
2: No, it's gone.
0: It's gone.
1: I, All
2: that is gone. Well. What happened was 95 came. To
1: yeah, Interstate 95 uh, was built just about the same time. Uh, thank you, uh, Robert Moses yeah thank you <laughs> uh, Robert, Robert Moses exactly a Robert Moses Inter- interstate 95 came right through uh, no, I really don't like the beach. but in particular <laughs> in particular it went came right through the black neighborhood right. that Lincoln school is you know a block from Lincoln school so that effectively decimated the neighborhood right. between the the uh, de- the uh, tearing down the school and building the highway the black community was was just totally Dismantled. It was right. dismantled. Right. Yeah.
2: Because when I was growing up, that was a retail strip. My dad's store. There was a pool room. There was a Greasy Spoon, barbershops, taxi companies, restaurants, um, laundromats, um, and including the black pharmacy. Right. I mean, even though he was a pharmacist, everybody thought that Dr. Daniels was really a doctor. So. <laughs> <laughs> So when people came in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would go, Doc, I have this problem or that problem, and that was actually my first job. At fourteen, I was a soda jerk. It was an old-fashioned fountain soda. That's great. Uh, That's cool. You know, and hand-packed Dolly Madison yeah. ice cream. Yep.
1: But Interstate ninety-five and the and the tearing down of the school essentially destroyed right. the whole ecosystem yeah. of that neighborhood. Yeah.
0: And did you? so you were in the neighborhood around the time that this was all happening from 61 to 64
2: yes we had moved to nurseia from Porchester mm-hmm. and this is interesting we were living in the projects in Porchester my family my sister and I and my dad and my mom my dad was working at Arnold Baker's in Porchester you know Porchester company the, town yeah. I was I was born here yeah. and yeah um, we were the first to move into this project i didn't find out until later in life that my uncle was on the board and that that's how we got into the projects mm. and uh, because my father's salary would increase every month they kicked us out because there was a salary cap Cat, you, you know. know so it was government and so then when my parents came home you know one day at dinner they said we have to move we're moving to nourish we got a house my sister and I were mad. I'm sure. Because we were leaving the projects, you yeah, know, yeah, all of our friends. Yeah. And so we moved to Nurshell and that was in the midst of the of, all of this desegregation case. Yeah. And, the, and the school was still up. Now The school was built in 1898.
0: That And that's sad that it was even just from that historical point, right. you know. But one one of the interesting things that I found, which I didn't find, which I find... I have I have a problem with is this is a major case. I posted the actual case on the Facebook page it's Taylor versus Board of Education it has a whole outline of it there is no information there is no photos there's no real news you can't find anything about this um, unless you really dig hard um, and this is a huge case. You know, and something you don't really, you didn't think that happened in the North.
2: Well, then that case was handled by Paul Zuber, who was a civil rights attorney, who then went on to do other cases. There was a big desegregation case in Yonkers, in Harlem.
0: So that started. So,
2: you know, and we were the first. Lurchell was the first. And Life Magazine um, Mm -hmm. did a big spread, and they called us. The Little Rock of the North. Wow. And for that label to be affixed to the Tony suburb of Nurishel, which really had a very diverse community and a very kind of liberal entertainment community. A lot of actors, a lot of musicians, a lot of artists lived in Nurishel at the time. So, you know, people were really upset. And I think they were upset because they really didn't understand what was happening right. at that Lincoln school. Right. And right. that the school district had systematically gerrymandered the districts yeah. and also refused to let the black parents, you know, uh, bus up, uh, transfer their kids to other schools. Right. They let the white families transfer. Their kids out of Lincoln School, starting in
1: the 1930s. Oh well. Wow. Yeah, I just wanted to say something to to Matt's point, and that is, uh, you're right. There's very little documentation out there, but that's one of the reasons that Linda got together with the school board mm-hmm. in uh, 2011 yes. and decided to do a whole year-long commemoration of the Lincoln School desegregation case.
3: Hence the garden. Uh, they had
1: a series of seminars and presentations. That's cool. And, that's cool. And uh, now there's a permanent exhibit at St. Catherine Church just down the block from the garden that has about a dozen or maybe even 15 or 20 panels, large panels, photographs and written history documenting the whole struggle and and, and the whole case. Uh, And one of the things as African-Americans that we've learned uh, is that often we gotta tell our own stories. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have to keep that story in front of the public. And what's so great about the garden Whenever, a lot of volunteers, we have collaborations with a lot of organizations. The Junior Huguenots, which is a group of young uh, football players that one of SIAD's friends, Sean Oliver, manages. Every fall, they come and clean up the garden, but before they come to the garden, they go to the exhibit at St. Catherine's Amazon Church, and we talk to them about the campus of Lincoln Elementary School. And they know about Lincoln School because some of the students from that community go to their schools now. Right, right, and right. those kids are still labeled the Lincoln School kids, really, which is wow. code for black. Wow! And so, you know, we're trying to change all of that. Yep. And we're doing that at the garden by, you know, retelling the history and helping people understand what a valuable asset This community is, and now that we're doing organic farming in an urban setting, you know, people are amazed.
3: And to educate kids so young from scratch to get involved with this is huge.
1: Oh, it's so important. Yeah, uh, because as you guys know, I mean. Kids are on a fast food diet. They think food comes from McDonald's. Yeah, right. Or if not McDonald's, the grocery store. Right, right. And, oh, my, it comes from the ground and actually grows. Yeah, so yeah. It's really important. And one of the things that Linda and I have discovered is that the kids, when you put it in front of them, they just love, love it. it. I'm sure. I mean, getting their hands dirty. Yeah, yeah, pull, yeah. Just pulling out weeds. Right. One, one of the girls down pulling out weeds one day, she said, wow, I'm having so much fun. Right. She just said it out loud just yeah, yeah. spontaneously.
3: And for and her to see yeah. that progress throughout the season has got to be a huge education. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
2: And that's what they did this summer. We had 84 kids from two camps. One was a special needs camp, and cool. that was great because we have a special needs daughter. Right. So we've been involved with that population for 34 years. Right. And so to see these kids, some of them have you know, different varying disabilities. Yeah. But to get them in there talking about the vegetables that they like, the vegetables they're going to grow,
3: don't don't like,
2: and then to show them a seed and you know talk to them about composted soil and telling them how to prep a bed. And when you say what does organic mean, they go no pesticides. <laughs> Excellent. You know, to get them to... Something you, know, you
0: buy at Whole Foods. Right, the the <laughs> mantra, you know, right, no right, pesticides.
2: Right. And then the other thing that we got them to really hone into is we have a butterfly garden oh, that wow. was installed by a woman from the New York Botanical Garden. That's so cool. And, you know, the life cycle of a butterfly, yeah. Yeah. which is, you know, the life cycle of humans. Yeah. And to understand how there's a beginning middle and an end I mean it's really important
0: there's a certain there's a certain I don't is it is it is it it irony that there is a certain amount like you have this where this school once was where this that was taken down and you have this garden that comes in that could just be a community garden uh, but it's a incredible space of learning as well and diverse learning for all cultures. Yeah. Like, just on so yeah. many levels. Because, you know, community gardens can start out with a lot of oomph. Yeah. Um, and many of them, after the first year or two, go to weed. Right. Yeah. And it absolutely takes dedicated people on their own time to make sure that community gardens Are succeed. Organized. Right. Just succeed. Right. Just produce. Right. right? Your garden doesn't just produce, it educates on so many different levels, which is, there are gardens out there, but when you brought us to that garden, I was blown away. I was absolutely blown, I've seen a lot of community gardens, this is a very different community garden. I just
1: wanted to give kudos to Linda here, even though we're partners in the garden, it was her initial vision uh, that saw what could be done with, with, with the space there. And not only did she see the garden uh, that's much more multi-layered, she put together a public-private partnership and involved the city and uh, the school board and the parks department of the city of New Rochelle as partners along with the community. And she's put together an incredible group of community gardeners, uh, local institutions, churches, there are uh, about a half a dozen churches that are involved yeah. have their own garden beds right. uh, we've involved uh, community pantries so it's really a multi-layer multi-stakeholder right. endeavor and uh, that's that's what you need to to Matt's point about yeah, how, right. how do you sustain it
2: right and right you know that, uh, to your point about the two-year period that some some gardens only last you know for two years and then people kind of peel off yeah but um, what I did with the research is first of all, I went around to as many community gardens as I could see
3: where they got going wrong, to, <laughs>
2: you know, just to see what, yeah. how, how we're gonna lay this thing out. Yeah. And I decided on raised beds because you can the yield in a raised bed, especially a 50 square foot raised bed, is enough to feed a family of four for the whole summer. Right, and if you teach them how to can and do preserve things, yeah. they can last oh, yeah. through the whole winter. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. Baby steps. Will. Yeah. yeah. And then we initially started out with 30 beds, and that's 5,000 square feet. And then um, we uh, progressed to 60 beds, 10,000 square feet. Yeah. We didn't have water originally. We had to run a hose from the boys' club. All the way over to the garden, right? And, and I have to say, and, I,
4: I helped my right. mom move it once, <laughs> right. Right. and I did not know the amount of work that it took them because I would just see them go to the garden and oh, we go into the garden to get Good. the water and da da da. I went over there once. And, guys, they the dragged Fremonti. this this hose, like, <laughs> like uh, halfway around the park, up the stairs, down the hallway, hook it up, make sure every it's day. over the fence. <laughs> every day. Every day. And yeah. I'm like, my parents, I'm not going to disclose their age, but they are older than 18 years of age. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I was floored. And then also the first time, I got to give my dad a big shout-out because the first time I we went there and I saw the first, because right now the, the garden has doubled in size. And the original uh, footprint, there were, I don't know how many beds. 30, 30, 30 beds. 10. You know, he handmade... You
0: know, through his masterful carpentry hands has made that. Change. I was like, how the hell did you do that? Yeah. And didn't you run did you run, Stewart? run the water the, the new, the actual water lines to where they...
4: No, the
1: fire yeah. lines, no, the city did. The, city, the
0: city did.
4: did I wouldn't be surprised if he had, though.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: Get out of the way, let me do that. I got this.
1: But
2: with the help of, you know, collaborators yeah. like... Uh,
1: Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did the design, I did the layout. Right. But then when it was time to do all the manual labor. Everyone on board. We, we initially, the first 30 beds, we put them together about maybe uh, 50, 100 feet away from, more yeah, probably a couple, couple hundred feet away from the location. And then we had to pick them up and carry them to yeah. the garden location. So we had It was a four-person job. These things were heavy. Yeah, sure. So, so we, we had help. Yeah, yeah, we have some young kids that volunteer to help us do that. Yeah, Yeah. couldn't happen without them. Brilliant. So with
2: Habitat for Humanity, I own a college. You know, the churches, the the town, just the people just turned out for us. That's awesome. And so it is a community effort.
3: And they continue to do that.
2: Yes, we we are now. I like to say this. You know, these are financial terms. We're scaling up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> as you we're, should. We're truly trying to be sustainable, and, and our tagline is sustainable living. Right,
0: and it sounds like you're so sustainable. I mean, it sounds like you're you're scaling up not because you have to, but because you want to. And there's exactly. a need, right? And there's a need, and right. you can fill those niches or niches as you guys. It's not like okay, we have to do this. Um, and
2: being in the location that we're in. Which is the Lincoln Avenue corridor, it is designated as a low income Um, um, area. Right. You know, so this, we're able to get funding from the Community Development Block Grant. Brilliant. And so for the last five years, I've been applying for grants. So we get on average, you know, $3,000 a year to do programming, buy equipment, buy tools. So none of our farmers. Have to you know buy trowels or wheelbarrows wheel shovels, or shovels rakes. rakes, compost. Right. Then you know it's all there. Yeah, 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 And the garden is locked. We have a gate that that goes around the ten thousand square foot, you know, pr- premise. And each gardener, which you know, what is it, twenty-five of them,
0: has 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 right? But
1: but you know it's interesting. There were some folks that early on. Uh, Worry about the security of the place. So you're going to have all these vegetables, all these tools, all the stuff going on. And then when you look at the fence, it's not a fence designed to really... Invite people in? No, no. I mean, it's not a heavy duty fence. It doesn't even have right. the, the horizontal wire, right. pieces up at... No, not barbed wire. <laughs> it doesn't even have the horizontal runners at the top of the fence that you used to climb up. Right. right. So, I mean, it's a really weak fence. If you really wanted to, to knock it down, you could. You could run into it and knock right. it down. But in seven years, this is our seventh year, yeah. we've it's, had no security right. problems, not one. You, awesome. you
0: know, you know. hopefully anybody with ill will or anything like that, you know, you just, like, this is sacred grounds. So yeah. Don't, yeah. don't... Don't mess yeah. with us. Yeah, you just feel yeah, like it's yeah, instant yeah. karma. You do yeah, something, something, and li-
4: lightning's going to hit you. And,
0: and for people that are listening, there's... De- you walk into this garden, it has a very... Good spiritual kind of vibe to yeah. it. there's you know I don't know if it's a history, I don't know if it's a mixture of everything, all, all the effort that everyone's put into it. Um, it's just it's a really, really magical place and you, you sense it the second you walk in there you know and one of the other things too, that garden, I don't know what you're feeding that garden <laughs> <laughs> love. Nice. Yeah, my, you know, all the gardens up by us, uh, everything is just, I mean, and I do organic practices, but it just, I live near a lake, so it just, we're done for the season. You know, tomatoes are done. You know, you, they're, they're losing leaves or, you walk in this garden, it is lush. Yes, lush and is. producing and it's you know, it's hard to believe that it's organic principles that are going towards that. Well
2: it is. And I mean yeah. people all of our gardeners know that it's organic. So, no if, so the, no. we had a new gardener come in. A different type her, of miracle growing. She girl. had her little right. miracle growing yeah. I said, oh, what are you doing? Well, I'm gonna I said "No, not you can't do there. That. That's that,
0: yeah, that's part of the education. Like and the that's,
2: part, you right. know, people are really attuned to that. Yeah. But we have great composted soil. Yeah, great. That comes from Long Island. That's great. Really. And uh, plus, we have a compost center. Right. Where, you know, we need to be a little more um, diligent with that. And we will be because we have a compost pile that I know under there is this rich.
3: yeah, thick, yeah.
2: Beautiful soil, yeah, because it's been, you know, percolating yeah. for mm-hmm. quite a while. Yeah. But our gardeners are from, you know, th- they live in Nuremberg, but their backgrounds are from all over the world.
0: Yeah, right. so you're getting all these right. techniques. Yep.
2: Korea, yeah. uh, Mexico. Yeah. That, that was
0: one of the cool things. Right. These these interesting techniques in right. planting. Right, you're like, I didn't know. What, you what could are you do. doing? Yeah, what are you planting? Yeah. How are you planting? Right. What are you planting? Why not?
2: Right. And it's really interesting because everybody will share. Yeah. And so you can see the beds. I mean, like our Haitian family, well, you know, we had the farm-to-table barbecue on Saturday. And Guzman, who is Haitian, he is famous for his lalou, uh-huh. which is a, you know, kind of collard green spinach vegetable. Okay. And he, he plants, you know, like two beds full of Lalu.
0: Lalu. I said,
2: okay, Guzman, are you selling this? (laughs) And he's like, oh, no. And he's just such a wonderful spirit. So he brought his four kids and his mother, and it was wonderful. And this big dish of lalu and white rice, and it's, you know, it's delicious. And, you know, that's how you learn. And then we had another woman who made um, squash pie Mm. out of squashes. It was delicious. Yeah. Another woman
1: knew. Kale, 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 Kale salad from the garden. Lovely. With uh, uh, peppers from the garden. And lemon. And, and lemon and uh, I guess a little uh, onion. Oh, un- olive oil. It was fantastic. You, awesome. is,
0: is there yeah. a, is there, uh, a yeah. recipe exchange kind of Can thing?
1: I was just about you to You have yes, got yes, to right, do a right, cookbook. Sorry. That's, that's right. right. That's right. And it can start with the planting.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And have and from the get right. And actually, yeah. have each make that a requirement of each Recipe. gardener yeah. every year. Yeah. You know, idea. if you are getting a plot, yeah. you must. You must do a chapter. You must start yeah. to finish, That's or just right. no, just yeah. donate yeah. three recipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, spring, summer, and fall recipes. That
2: would be great. I mean, and we're, we're at that point where we're doing so much. I mean, because the sustainable thing. That we're trying to do in order that once Stu and I finish, we want somebody else to, to take step it in on. Yeah, because we've expended so many energy, so much energy, yeah. and people love it. Yeah, that and we give to about five food pantries. That's brilliant. And uh, kitchens. Our gardeners now are doing it on their own. I used to gather everything and then, you know, take it to one or two pantries. Now our gardeners on their own taking are the, taking. Great. You know, their excess yeah. crops right. directly to um, five food pantries awesome. and soup kitchens. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um,
3: I, so I love the uh, common grounds on the on yes. the fences. So you just yeah. have squash growing, and it's a free for all. I love that.
2: Yes. It, it, so anybody that grows on the perimeter, right? And they ask, "Can I have this space? Can I?" Yes, you can have it. But whatever you grow, it's for everybody. Yeah. So we have so. M- squash squash blossoms. Under the
1: yeah 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 oh, look at
2: that
1: it's <laughs> huge oh, wow. yeah. oh, that's like that's one of my yeah. favorite
0: yeah. stuffed stuffed yeah. squash blossoms yeah, yeah
2: tons of them and you know in restaurants you know oh them, my gosh that how expensive
0: yeah. yeah i mean it would even that would be neat to do as well have a have a couple of restaurants that don't have access to gardening want to learn how to garden for restaurants maybe don't have the access or the education yeah Um, but maybe, like, hey, you can come down to our common space, but, you know, you have to highlight this if you've ever wanted to do a a true farm-to-table. Was it a good season with all the
3: rain we had?
2: Say it again. Was it a
3: good season with all the rain we had?
2: You know, it was good in the beginning. Okay. Um, A lot of people... uh, Grew a lot of tomatoes, right. but toward, as it got toward August, the tomatoes start getting a blight. Yeah, yeah. You know, from the water, yeah, from being on the ground. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tomatoes.
2: Whenever we did not have, you know, bugs yep. um, and, and pests this year, we our squirrels, for whatever re- reason. Okay,
1: we did have one pesky rabbit. but, oh. but, but, yeah. <laughs> but it was just one one guy, yeah. so he didn't do but so much damage. Yeah.
2: And you know our our. Uh, Practice for bugs and different pests. If we use, you know, crushed red pepper. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, vinegar. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And water.
0: Chrysanthemum. And,
2: you know. Yeah.
0: Or, beer oh, for the slugs. Beer for slugs.
2: What are the yellow flowers?
0: Uh, marigolds. Marigolds. Yeah, normal, they're great. And, marigolds know, are great. And beer, uh, you're right. Beer can for you slugs. can you use organic neum oil, which comes from the neem tree?
2: You know, people can.
0: Okay.
2: Um, but you know, they haven't really. You know, ventured. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. You know, they're 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 serious gardeners, but they're not really so immersed in all of the practices. Yeah, right. Um, that's
0: what that's the learning process. Yeah. yeah, That's having the right people on the team to yeah, help right. educate.
2: And we're attracting a lot. We, uh, yeah. One of our new friends is uh, Farmer Dave from the Bronxville Giving Garden, and that's on Palmville Road and Grammaton Avenue. That's
0: where I wore um, my later hosen
2: and it's beautiful, beautiful, and he grows the the crops, organic crops, yeah. and he gives them to to soup kitchen. That's great. And to individuals that come by the garden. It's
0: just it's great. It's so amazing. It it if if you are in the area of New York City, tri-state area, and you must visit this garden because it is a really historically and what it produces and what they do. And there's a fundraiser on
3: Sunday, October the 21st from 4 to 7 at the garden, I assume.
1: Yeah, we are building a greenhouse so that we can garden year-round. That's great. And uh, uh, have activities for the young people and uh, and seniors uh, in the dead of winter where they can start to uh, germinate uh, seedlings right Right. there in the greenhouse.
3: And that's going to be solar powered, you said? That's gonna be yeah, solar power. Yes,
1: solar power, yes. And we
0: will share we will be at the event. Um, we'll share okay, the event body line. Yeah.
2: Right. And the event is going to be on Sunday, October twenty first, from four to seven, at this beautiful space. It's actually not gonna be at the garden, okay. it's gonna be at Consignment on Main. Okay. A very upscale consignment shop. And the woman who the people who run it, Candace and Dom. A lot of their uh, clientele comes there uh, from the movies that are being um, shot locally. They utilize the beautiful furniture and, you know, for the movies that are being filmed in Westchester. And as you know, there are a lot of movies being filmed. So this space is going to be beautiful. And we're going to have incredible jazz. Uh, uh, Thank you, John Backer and Rocky Middleton. Um, so we're gonna have a great time, and a lot of the restaurants in the community are donating incredible food. That's And we're great. gonna have Matt.
0: We'll we'll do. Uh, we're gonna be there doing a spirit tasting. Yeah. So. Um, and also we'll,
2: so you, a friend Chris.
0: Yes. So Chris Sheldon from Diner Brew Company will be doing a tasting as well with his cider. With his cider. Very cool. Yeah. So we're
2: gonna have a great. Time. Yeah, yeah. I might,
0: I might batch up a cocktail with maybe some garden herbs or something. Okay.
2: We have. some.
0: Yeah, I heard. I heard. Well, this, this sounds great. Thank so you. This is
2: Grow Lincoln Park's, you know, annual fundraiser, and we're very excited. About
0: and this it. is Sunday, October twenty-first, from four to seven p.m. We'll post. Yes, we'll post 5:43. it on our our social media. I think you just did. Yeah. Main Street. Did we? There's a show. I think we did. It's on the screen. It's yeah. on the screen. There it is. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh my God. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you for an incredible experience visiting there. It was really yeah, really cool unexpectedly amazing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you. Kudos.
0: Um, oh, are we ready? What the food? Oh, God, uh, what the food? Do we have, like, a segment song? Uh, what, no. uh, what the
3: food? I'm going to bust out the other IPA. Okay. I uh...
4: need something to wash it down. Okay.
0: Yes. So, this week's what the food. I'm scared. This is a dish well-known in China. Oh, f- that's starting off good. It starts off life in a caustic bath.
3: What's a caustic bath? Caustic
0: bath is a basic. It's not acidic. It's basic. Okay. So basically a lime, water, Portlandia kind of mush. What, about what? Uh, what, what you make, you know, Portland cement kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, to make this dish, a vat is typically filled with a combination of strong black tea, lime, salt, and freshly burned wood ashes. And is left to cool overnight. The next day, the ingredient, which you are trying, is placed in this vat for anywhere from a few, uh, probably a few weeks to a few months, where it denatures over time (laughs) and ages. Now, I'm scared. You should be scared.
4: Are we gonna be able to put the hot sauce on? If this, is, <laughs> this was inspired. This away.
0: was inspired a little bit by Gypsy. Oh, oh God! Um, Thanks, me. You are welcome. You're mate. gonna try this. Uh, Gypsy said that he. I, I think you said you like deviled eggs.
4: I love <laughs> deviled eggs. So do I.
0: I love deviled eggs too. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I made some deviled eggs. Hand it oh, on. Hold on. Very good.
4: No, uh, Rich. stay. Okay. We're, we're
0: gonna right. do. We're gonna do a classic deviled egg. How many are we? Five. <laughs> Five. Five. Well, I've got and four. I've uh, got nine. four, so uh, the couple here will have to share. Uh, here's the plates. And
4: it looks like relish, but I don't think
0: it is. Uh, I have to ask this. There's no food allergies, are there? Do you have to
2: ask yeah. what?
0: Food allergies? No, not we
1: really know.
0: Okay. There's no egg allergies, are there? Oh, okay. okay, good. Um, I had a hard time finding this ingredient, but I found it.
3: Hang on. Why is this? This is the regular deg- deviled egg, Oh, Ooh. has this got your yeah, crap in it?
2: This is the surprise egg.
0: It's a deviled egg. What, what do you want? It smells right. How come there's two left here?
2: Because
0: i to take. Oh, take one. Okay. You're having one, right? Hell yeah. I I will I will do this first. All right. This is hopefully a good deviled egg. It does smell good. It does smell good. Mm. Just a nice light deviled egg. A little bit of sweet, sweet pepper relish, some stone mustard, avocado. <laughs> that. Well, that was
4: good, but it was also really seasoned very well. There's, Thank no God. Things, there's something there, though. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Let's let's take a look at what we just ate, shall we? We're oh. going, we're
4: going wait, wait, wait. There's th- a video? Wait, wait, let, let, let Pop finish. first. I
0: mean, guys. Do you guys
4: need any more beer? Mom, Do,
0: Dad? Does this really look that bad?
4: It looks like an oyster, oh, oyster, oyster, oyster so egg or something. A
0: thousand year old egg. This, this is, is, it looks like this is a th- thousand-year-old egg. Is it really? All right. Well, it's a duck egg. All right. Okay, okay. and you're about to see I have inside? a feeling this is... It's there's a video? Yeah, oh, we, yes, there's a video. You ready? Oh, you guys on. Are ready? All right, hang, hang. Oh, Matt went to work. So was I was inspired by you. This one right? you just ate. It is a century-old egg. It's not a century-old, but it's actually a few weeks to a few months old. It's been preserved in lime, uh, some wood ash and some other ingredients, black tea to help preserve it and give it some flavor. Once it's been preserved, this is uh, a delicacy in China. Uh. Come down here, we crack the egg, I've saved a little bit of time and cracked it ahead, but this is what it looks like after it's been preserved, and you open it up. Oh wow. wow. What is that? It's all black. You take the egg it actually has a slight oh, yeah. smell of ammonia
3: didn't Stakes taste that it Right
0: down the yolk mm. wow look at that it's got some very
3: what's that green yolk right so it
0: uh, actually has a really nice rich kind of thing salad so it'll stay anywhere from a few weeks to a few months now there's definitely different uh, levels of of Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fermentation? Yeah, and you can buy cheap versions of this or expensive versions of this. It's a delicacy in China. Kids will put it in their breakfast uh, congee, which is rice soup. It's great served just uh, with a little bit of soy sauce. Uh, Very popular with tofu and uh, fry up. I did make the second part of this. You can pass around. Sure. All right, so so the egg whites you just gave us, weren't that guy? No. no. Now you get the now you so get So we the just actual... add we just add the yolk. Now you get the century old egg all together. All right. You are right there? Okay. So um, If you are considering doing this and would like to buy it, it look, you get it? it looks gross, but it actually tastes like very rich, good eggs. eggs. All right, you want it to have a slight smell of ammonia when you first crack it oh open. God. <laughs> this just looks wrong, man.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, you all right. Yep. All
1: right. Have you seen it? Oh,
0: yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the. Uh, oh, and it smells like fish. Yeah. would be proud of Yes, he would. Right. Now, this is not cooked. It's cooked through not, you know, when you have ceviche, right. it's cooked through acid. This is cooked through a base.
2: It actually tastes good. It does. It
0: is, uh, here, we'll show a f- little photo of it. Yeah. You right there? Woo. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's it's a example of something that looks pretty awful. Yeah.
4: I, I'll, I'll be honest. I thought you were going to do way worse. This wasn't bad.
0: Okay. This wasn't bad. Game on. I wish I wish I'd put some of the the hot sauce on it, though. You know what fear stands for? Huh? False evidence appearing real. Fear? Yeah, fear. Uh Um, You can buy this. Beware. Where'd you get it? This can be bought on Amazon. I'll put a link on if you want to buy it. (laughs) Bought it on Amazon, Amazon, but buyer beware. I bet. China (laughs) busted a few provinces and a few companies for producing these eggs very quickly using copper sulfate. Oh, wow. Copper sulfate is very, very uh, uh, toxic. I will post where you get, You have to do a little research. Make sure that it's a good well-known brand in China, which is why I went to our chef and asked. So ask a chef. Who'd you ask? Uh, we asked Ensign at um, Max 40 or Max, uh, uh, which is right in Danbury. So do
2: they have it on their menu?
0: They don't, because most people won't order it. (laughs) Um, I kind of get that. So
2: usually in Chinatown, right?
0: Chinatown, but you do have to be careful. Know know where you're getting it from. Um, If it smells bad, it's bad. It should have a slight scent of ammonia, um, but that doesn't come off in the taste. I thought the egg white, black, was kind of fishy. It could have, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Not you, you bad, know, it's also aged in black tea, so it's going right. to it's gonna absorb that black right. color.
2: What did you, you fill it with, you know, Excuse that me. mixture?
0: So, class, I just did a deviled egg. I take the egg yolk.
2: Oh, the egg yolk egg yolk. the yep. 2,000-year-old
0: yep. egg. Uh, and I mix it with a little bit of mayo, a little bit of stone ground mustard, and um, just uh, sweet uh, pepper relish.
2: That's it. It was really good. And a little, yeah, sm- and a little
0: smoked paprika on top. Mm, love it. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, a great. It's a sure win at all family picnics. <laughs>
3: Mine next week will not be.
0: Oh. No. I'm definitely
4: using the uh, aardvark hot sauce. Yeah, you whatever should. Whatever the hell you bring.
3: Yeah, you should. So.
0: All right. Well, we... um, I think that wraps it up. I think, I think. we're all going to head to the bathroom.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank Which you very much is it? for coming. Which ways are coming out for you? Uh, it's all new ways. All new ways. Okay. Just joking. Uh, thank you so much, Linda and Stuart. Thank you for sharing. Uh, really, really was inspiring. And uh, hopefully, everyone will be at the event on October twenty-first. Yeah, we look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank uh, you. so um, good night for us. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram. If you have questions, reach out to us, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks with another round. All right. Gypsy, thank you. Anytime. As always. You are the best. And uh, we'll see you soon. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between.